I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. If you've studied my work in the past, you know I talk a lot about the gut and how important the gut is to overall health. There's a lot of new research out showing how the gut affects every disease just about known to man through an inflammatory reaction. There's one segment in the show today. I'm going to get a little complicated for about 20 seconds, so you just have to bear with me. But I want to explain to you what you're doing to your gut, how to fix it, and why it's so important to fix it. And it's really intense what we're going to talk about today because it's everything I've talked about for years, and now the new research is out uh, verifying that, well, Dr. Joe was right, so it's kind of cool. So we're going to talk about your gut and how it impacts your disease stat- status, all diseases, almost all diseases. I can never say always, right? So there's a lot more attention being put on your gut health, and it's especially now, because a significant portion of your immune system is in your gastrointestinal tract. Optimizing your gut, what's called microbiome, that's the bacteria that live in your colon, is such a worthwhile pursuit because it has such far-reaching effects on your physical and your mental health. This is really exciting to me. Mounting scientific evidence also continues to suggest a large component of nutrition centers on nourishing your gut. So it's not just about vitamins and minerals and macrobiotics and microbiotics. It's about feeding the good bacteria in your gut and keeping the bad bacteria in check. So nutrition, now this takes it to a whole nother level. It's not just, hey, take vitamin C, take vitamin E, uh, take whatever supplement, take an apple. This is now putting it all together as to why this is all so important. Because good bacteria help your gut, but it helps everywhere in your body. And when you do this, it keeps harmful bacteria in check, and it really helps shore up your defenses against chronic disease. Again, I'm not saying I have a cure for any chronic diseases. What I'm saying is this is really important as part of your prophylactic things you can do to keep yourself healthy. So ADD, ADHD, autism, learning disabilities, obesity, diabetes, Parkinson's, all of these have been found to be influenced by your gut. How many people talk about this? I don't hear anybody talking about it. There was a 2020 scientific review, and it goes so far to say that all inflammatory diseases begin in the gut. Now, again, I hate to use the word all ever, but this is what that review said. And part of the blame is laid on excessive hygiene. I know this sounds strange, But in other words, we're too clean for our own good because your body has to be exposed to different things. And when it's exposed to something, it learns how to deal with it. It's the load. It's how much you're exposed to. I know when COVID first came out, they talked about the viral load. If you walk past somebody and you got a few COVID viruses in your body, scientists said it's probably not that big a deal, but it's the viral load, how much you're putting in there. So if we're keeping our body so clean, and we're doing this, and it's, it's, it's a concern of mine. Between hand sanitizers and wiping everything down, not going outside, a lot of people are not being exposed to just little things every day so the body can build up immunity. What's going to happen when they are exposed to these things? And again, it's my thought. I'm just 
rantings of a madman here, but I'm just going on to the thought of this is what science has shown. And too much hygiene can be bad. So what I want you to do is the best thing to do is get outside. When you're outside, if you're a gardener, if you want to pull weeds, don't spray, of course, glyphosate on your weeds, but pull weeds, work in the garden, get outside because good, healthy, organic soil has a lot of good bacteria in it. And you're going to get your body exposed to different things. So that's one of the things that I would recommend. I got a lot more to talk about. Let's say you live in an apartment. You can't do that. Don't worry. I got you covered. But this whole hygiene, uh, excessive hygiene might backfire on us. So it's bacteria, not necessarily your genes, that rule your health destiny. Because people say, well, Dr. Joe, my father had high blood pressure, so I have high blood pressure. Dr. Joe, my father had heart disease or cancer, so I'm predisposed. You are absolutely right. But that doesn't mean you can't do things about it. And that's what I'm trying to teach you today. There are so many things that you can do to fight any genetic flaw you may have. And if you don't have it, that genetic predisposition, do it anyway. These are things you could do to keep your body healthy. We simply do not put enough, uh, we don't have enough genes to have all the problems that we have. And so that's what the research is showing. There's gotta be something outside the genes, okay? It's called epigenetics. There's a new word for you, EPI genetics. Epigenetics are things that influence you outside of your genes. So if somebody has cancer in your family, my sister died of breast cancer. That doesn't mean that I'm going to have cancer. It means I may have a genetic predisposition to it, but it doesn't mean I'm going to get cancer because I'm going to do other things epigenetic wise to fight that. And it has to do with your environment. It has to do with your uh, social life. It has to do with your uh, relationships. It has to do with your job. These are all things that are called epigenetics. And your gut is a big player in the epigenetics, how those genes are going to be influenced, turned on or turned off. So genes can't always explain a disease onset. You might have the gene and not get it, where your sister might have the gene and she does get it. So that's what we're talking about. So to solve these mysteries, scientists have looked at something called the microbiome, the bacteria in your colon. And this is the interplay between individuals and the environment that's going to dictate our health destiny. So it's really exciting here because I, I have people come into, I've been in practice a long time, 38 years now, and patients come in all the time and they say, you know what, there's nothing I can do. I have this gene. Well, not necessarily. So aside from the microbiomes, the condition of your intestine mucosa plays a significant role. The mucosa is the lining of your colon. There's enormous mucosal interface. There's so much space because your colon is not a straight tube. It has bumps in it called rugae. And so if you look at your colon under a microscope, it's not just a straight tube like a, like a, a pipe would be in your sink. It has these bumps in it. And these bumps are called rugae. And that increases your surface area. So you have a lot more area to absorb nutrients if you have these little bumps. So it's enormous how much we have. It's hard to see, of course, under a microscope. But it plays a pivotal role in the interaction between so many factors from surrounding your environment, the environmental surroundings, microorganisms, nutrients, pollutants, uh, toxins, anything that comes in contact with your body, this mucosa, this lining of the colon wall has to be kept healthy. And it does certain things to protect you. And sometimes it overreacts and that's where we have the problem. So there's junctions in between these cells and years ago, I remember when I went to school, we thought it was just always there. The junction was there, the space between the cells, and it didn't really change that much. Now, we know that's not the case. 
something called zonulin, Z-O-N-U-L-I-N. It's a modulator of what's called intestinal permeability. Zonulin is a biomarker of your gut permeability, and it plays a role in chronic inflammation. Not necessarily all diseases, I feel, but a lot of them. What the heck does that mean? So zonulin opens up the spaces in between the cells in your colon to let things get into the body. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes the bad guys can get in. So imagine you got these the brick wall in your colon. Just imagine that. And the brick wall has little gaps in it. And those gaps can become bigger or smaller, letting bad stuff into your blood system. The fancy word for that is called leaky gut syndrome. Now, when I went to school 100 years ago, when I went to school, we talked about leaky gut syndrome, and it was fringe. It was peripheral. Doctors didn't talk about it. No such thing. Your colon is just static. It doesn't change. Well, now, Dr. Joe was right column, now leaky gut syndrome is being taught medical schools, uh, uh, doctors even that are in practice are learning it in postgraduate, and it's a big player when it comes to disease. And that's why the gut is so important to keep your body healthy, that permeability. So under normal circumstances, healthy, uh, healthy gut is maintained, and your gut lining, when something comes in contact with it, called an antigen. Let's picture it as a bad guy, okay? The antigen comes in contact. There's no big reaction to it. The body deals with it, and it moves on. An imbalance in the number of the bad gut bacteria, the bio, uh, the the, the uh, the, the, we'll call it bacteria, keep it easy. That can cause excessive production of zonulin, which in turn makes the gut open up more. And as it opens up more, it can get more junk into the blood system. The bad guys can get in. So the two most powerful triggers, triggers of this zonulin, this chemical that opens up the blood, right? It opens up the vessels. If we can control the zonulin, we can control how much permeability the gut has. The two biggest factors, the two things that cause a release of this zonulin that opens up the blood vessels is bad bacteria and gluten. Now, I'm going to put this in the Dr. Joe was right column again. Gluten is a protein. It's found in wheat, barley, and rye. And this protein can cause reactions. Now, some people say, well, Dr. Joe, I can eat gluten. I don't have any problem with it but you still may be having what's called a subclinical reaction. You may be having something that you might not notice that your sinuses are running, you have abdominal pain, but it's happening inside your gut. It's subclinical, below clinical standards or below being able to detect it. And so that can go on. And the reason zonulin is produced in response to bad bacteria, it helps flush out the bad bacteria by opening up these tight junctions. So bacteria overgrowth is an issue. The body's trying to get the bad bacteria out. So it opens it up, putting the bad bacteria into the body, not always the safest thing, but it's trying to stay alive. But why would it respond to gluten? Gluten, that doesn't make sense. I can understand too many bad bacteria. Let's clean it out. But what about something as simple as a piece of bread? The zonulin pathway, remember, zonulin is a molecule that's released in your body that opens up the junctures, the, the spaces in between your cells and your gut and lets junk get in. I know I'm repeating myself, but I don't want to lose you. This is a little technical show here today. So what happens is zonulin, a path, the pathway, misinterprets gluten as a bad bacteria. It has trouble distinguishing it. 
And that's why gluten triggers the zonulin release. Now, gluten's bad, bad bacteria bad, but there's an herbicide or a chemical called glyphosate. It's a weed killer. That also triggers zonulin, and it's 10 times more potent than gluten. So you may see ads on TV now. If you've been exposed to glyphosate weed killer and you've developed whatever, I can't remember what it is, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, whatever it is, you know, call our law firm and we're suing the company that makes this stuff. Well, yeah, that's bad, but it's also an antibacterial. It can kill off the good bacteria in your colon. And now the research is showing it stimulates zonulin production, which opens up the gaps in between your cell walls and your gut. And that allows bad stuff to get into your body the leaky gut syndrome. So please, if don't use glyphosate. If you have to use glyphosate for some unknown reason. Now there are chemical weed killers that are not, uh, don't, don't have the glyphosate in it. But if you wanna kill weeds, a simple thing you can do is take vinegar, white vinegar, put in some salt, just plain old cheap table salt, the stuff you shouldn't be eating, and some dish soap. And you can spray that on your weeds and it'll kill the weeds. Now, it's not as powerful as the glyphosate, but it works really well. And it's perfectly safe. I mean, technically you could eat it if you wanted to, but it's much safer than glyphosate, especially if you have pets, if you have children, um, if you're out in the garden walking around or you're out on your lawn, please make sure you're using safer chemicals. I don't want you using these bad chemicals like glyphosate. You've heard me talk about this before, it's so bad. And one of the problems is, I'll talk about it later, is we spray glyphosate on wheat. So you got the gluten from the wheat, which is increasing zonulin production, which is opening up the cells, allowing bad stuff to get into the, into the gut, into the blood. But what a lot of commercial farmers are doing now is they sp spray glyphosate on their wheat crop to kill it. Why would you want to kill your wheat crop? It's time to harvest. We spray the glyphosate, we kill off the wheat crop, and it's easier to harvest it because it's, it's, it's easier to chop up and, 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 bring, and to bring, to bring to market. And so now not only are you getting the gluten, you're getting glyphosate. So if you're going to eat wheat, and I wish you wouldn't, but if you're going to eat wheat, I'm begging you, please do organic only because you're not going to get this glyphosate spray. And the glyphosate, as we know, can stimulate zonulin production, which opens up the cell walls and allows bad stuff to get into your blood system, the leaky gut syndrome. So please, 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 if you're going to eat wheat, make sure it's organic. Now, years ago, there wasn't the gluten-free craze that there is now. You can get gluten-free everything. I was at Aldi the other day, and I had wraps, like for burrito wraps, or you want to do, like I do hummus wraps, you know, big tortilla-looking things. And they're gluten-free. They're delicious. They're way better than gluten. Because gluten is chewy, and I kind of don't like that. Um, so there's a lot of gluten-free things you can do, including gluten-free breads, but again, it's still a lot of sugar, but it's a better choice. And that's what I try to teach you when it comes to health. What's going to be a better choice when it comes to my health? Well, number one, you have to have a normally functioning nervous system. If you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, sciatica, shoulder issues, uh, uh, hand issues, carpal tunnel, those are pinched nerves. And the most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain is chiropractic care. Let me say that again. In most cases, not all. The most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain is chiropractic care. Why wouldn't you go to a chiropractor to start out? Now, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb, the Atlanta area. My chiropractic team are handpicked by me. They're trained by me, and they're my personal doctors. 
They take care of me, my family. They take care of Joe, my producer. They take care of my staff. If I don't trust them taking care of our staff and our friends and family, I don't trust them taking care of you. So I feel my doctors are some of the best in the world. And it's the most effective, least expensive treatment for most back pain. Can't imagine why you'd go anywhere else first. Now, let's assume it's not a chiropractic case. Not every case is. If we can't accept you as a patient, we have a list of referral doctors that we can refer you to. Why wouldn't you do it? I don't know. Makes sense, right? So anyway, if, you, if you'd like to make an appointment, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. Uh, you can go to your website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. Book an appointment right there. We're, you can do it right online. Our phone number is everywhere. You can call us. We accept almost every insurance out there. There's very few we don't accept. Sometimes it's out of network. Sometimes it's in network benefits. Call us if you have questions about your insurance. We take Medicare. Uh, we accept patients from the VA, from the Veterans Administration, and the VA will pay for your treatment if they refer you to our office. So you can go to other offices too, but refer to our office. They pay for the treatment. Guys, I don't know how to make it any easier for you. And if you've ever been in a car accident, ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged. You need to come see us right away. Don't waste time. The insurance company's going to play a game. Oh, you weren't hurt. You didn't go to the doctor. Well, I didn't have a car. Couldn't get to the doctor. Doesn't matter. We're, not, we're going to deny your claim. Then you got to fight them. Come see us as quickly as possible. Even if it's been a month, a week, a year, 10 years, if the car was damaged, you were damaged in most cases. Most of my experience shows that. So come see us. We'd love to have you as a patient. Normally, the first visit is $720. We've reduced that to $299, and you get a lot. Exam, x-rays, consultation, treatment, going over your x-rays, a complete nutrition evaluation. Just make the appointment, drjoe.com, for you, your friends, your family, and your children. Children need chiropractic care, too, if they have problems so that they can grow straight. Crooked kids grow crooked. Straight kids hopefully grow straight. So we're talking about the gut, and I kind of got off on a tangent there a little bit. So what happens is the, the gut opens up. You get permeability. Um, you get uh, antigen, which is the bad guy. And now uh, toxins start to be released from the body, and it gets into the, 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 the lining of the colon. I'm trying to keep it simple here for you. And the process continues to get worse. An adaptive immune response kicks in. Your body says, something's wrong. Let's start attacking this thing. That triggers the production of something called pro-inflammatory cytokines, including interfer interferon gamma. Again, don't worry about the names. Tumor necrosis factor alpha. And these cytokines further worsen the permeability, and you got this vicious cycle. Eventually, the lining of the colon, the mucosa, is completely broken down, and that results in an inflammatory reaction. So now the body's inflamed. You have a genetic predisposition, perhaps. So the specific chronic inflammatory disease that ultimately emerges at the end of all this, that's where the genes kick in. Okay, so it's not the genes that are causing the disease. It's your body. It's the colon breaking down. It's the mucosa leaking, uh, getting leaky gut syndrome, stuff getting into your blood system. Then the genes kick in. Now I have this, this systemic full body inflammatory reaction. Now the genes, if you don't have the right genes, if you have bad genes, can kick in and that can cause diseases to occur. It's not just having the gene, it's something that's going to trigger the gene. So depending on the host genetic makeup, activated what's called T cells can remain in the GI tract and that can cause uh, chronic inflammatory disease or they can migrate to several different organs and that can cause reactions in those organs specifically. So chronic inflammatory diseases associated with dysregulation of zonulin pathway. 
The disease is related to what I just explained. Something irritates the body, zonulin is released, opens up, the, up, opens up the, the spaces in between the cells, bad stuff gets into the body, systemic inflammatory reaction, genes kick in. What diseases specifically can be related to this? How about autoimmune diseases? Celiac, type 1 diabetes, inflammatory bowel disease, multiple sclerosis, ankylosing spondylitis. If you have any of those, autoimmune disease. What can we do to calm down the immune system? I did a show a while ago on the website, drjoe.com, and that's where you can book appointments too, by the way, drjoe.com. And we talked about what, what can throw up or throw off the immune reaction in the body, creating an autoimmune condition. The body starts attacking itself. And I tell you, it's probably our third or fourth most popular show we have on the website. So if you go to the website, drjoe.com, type in whatever you're looking for. Autoimmune disease, type diabetes, uh, I don't know, arthritis, pain, digestive issues, ADD, ADHD. We have over 2,000 podcasts, hours of podcasts and articles on our website. So feel free to search it, dig around. If you can't find what you're looking for, look first, folks. Folks, send us an email. There's a little bot that pops up. says, hey, you want to chat? Send us an email. We're more than happy to answer your questions. We try to get to them as quickly as possible. Joe and I are the people that are answering it. So sometimes you get a little overloaded. Sometimes it's 2 o'clock in the morning when you send a question. That's fine. I'll get to it when I wake up. But the website's a great source of inflammation, information. And I say inflammation. Stuck on a word. And... We talk about autoimmunity, and it comes down to this process, the inflammatory reaction causing to trigger the genes. Other things, how about metabolic disorders, obesity, insulin resistance, non-alcoholic fatty liver, gastrogestational diabetes, hyperlipidemia, type 2 diabetes. It all goes back to not necessarily being caused by the gut, but being influenced by the gut. And so you want to hang around with good people, right? My mother always used to say, don't hang around with those bad kids. You'll turn out like them. Well, we want to get you, uh, your body hanging out with good, healthy things, not bad things. Intestinal diseases, irritable bowel syndrome, gluten sensitivity, environmental dysfunction of the colon, neuroinflammatory diseases, autism, schizophrenia, major depression, chronic fatigue. All these things go back to the inflammatory reaction, and this is how the inflammatory reaction occurs in your gut. And even... Things like brain and liver cancers. Now, I'm not saying I have a cure for cancer, please. I'm going to have to go to a break pretty soon. When I come back, we're going to talk about how the gut influences the genes and how it can increase your risk of so many of these other diseases, including certain types of cancer. Once again, I'm not saying I have a cure for cancer. But what if you just took care of your gut? I bet you a lot of these problems are not going to happen. And that's what the research shows. It's not something I just made up one day sitting around. This is what the research is showing. Now we got to go back to the gut to heal it, to get the body to heal as part of a healthy protocol. If you have pain, that may not be a gut issue. It might be a pinched nerve. Chiropractic, again, most effective, least expensive treatment for most back pain. Come see us. If you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, many times we can actually adjust or pull your stomach down away from the diaphragm. And if we can do that, many times we physically help the digestive system. Not everything is chemical when it comes to health. So many healthcare problems are physically related. If you have a pinched nerve, I don't care how many drugs I give you, how much uh, uh, therapy I give you, if you don't put that bone back in place, you're not gonna get the relief that you need. There's 206 bones in your body. Any one of them can come out of place. 
And my team of doctors are trained to adjust all 206 bones. You're in good, in my opinion, you're in great hands when you come see us as a patient. We accept most insurances, car accidents, sports injuries, workers' comp, Medicare, uh, VA, uh, Peach Care. So if you want to make an appointment, do it right on the website, drjoe.com. You can book it right there or call us, and we're more than happy to set you up an appointment. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. The website, drjoe.com. Follow us on social media, at Dr. Joe Esposito. Tell your friends about the show. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app.